By Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated. T. Spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lumumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Ren 3, M.D., Julie Killingworth, Leslie Pompey M.D., Nancy Seifpl, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrian Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Kudjo Wilding B.S., Martin Njoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Varys E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. Norman J. Clement R.P.H., D.D.S. We must fight every day, every hour, every second to defeat our enemy who has defiled our profession of healthcare with the same determination and vigor IT took to complete our medical training. Josh Bloom PhD writes, FDA must act to correct CDC's 2016 opioid dosage bungling. This is the greatest medical scandal in the history of America. It's too little and far too late, but the FDA appears to be acting to correct the ignorance and ineptitude that was shoved down the collective throats of America's pain patients in the form of a 2016 CDC guideline for prescribing opioids for chronic pain. FDA. Although neither the CDC nor its co-conspirators, Physicians for Responsible Opioid Prescribing, PROP, possessed either the expertise or jurisdiction to set or regulate prescription drug policy, this didn't stop the ill-conceived guidelines from becoming ill-conceived laws. It is the bumbling CDC and the malevolent Physicians for Responsible Opioid Prescribing, PROP, who are the primary culprits in establishing policies that have ultimately forced pain patients to suffer and die. It's well past time that they get out of the way and let real science and medicine be practiced by competent physicians. Both legitimate pain sufferers and drug abusers have suffered ever since in the form of inhumane deprivation of pain relief, and soaring overdose rates, respectively. Opioid Pain Management Interview with Richard Lawhern PhD. Andrew Kolodny MD let them die off. Andrew Kolodny, MD, advocated for the 90 MME as a threshold had received up to $500,000 on one occasion, at $725 per hour, to serve as an expert witness pushing the false narrative of 90 MMEs. It has been well established that these guidelines were very serious scientific flaws, the core measures of merit around which the entire CDC opioid guidelines are constructed comprise limitations on doctor-prescribed morphine milligram equivalent dose, MMED, combined with limitations on the length of prescriptions. Let them die off. Federal government expert Andrew Kolodny MD who's has a financial interest in RBG Suboxone has stated let them die off. America Disability Pain Foundation March on Washington, D.C., October 20, 2021. According to Richard A. Lawhern, Ph.D., Stephen E. Nadeau, M.D., and Andrea Trescott, M.D. August 2021. As written, concerning the preamble of the Colorado Guidelines is phrased as an apologia for arbitrary and unjustified attempts to solve a major opioid-related U.S. public health crisis in addiction and overdose-related mortality by restricting patient access to prescription opioids. However, from multiple sources, including the American Medical Association, it is clear that since 2010, there has been no consistent relationship between rates of opioid prescribing and rates of opioid overdose-related mortality. Andrew Kolodny, MD stated to BuzzFeed News. Wait for this generation to die off. Let them die off. 
from CDC April 24, 2019. CDC advises against misapplication of the guideline for prescribing opioids for chronic pain. Some policies, practices attributed to the guideline are inconsistent with its recommendations. Embargoed until, Wednesday, April 24, 2019, 5 p.m., EDT Contact, Media Relations. 404-639-3286. The guideline was developed to ensure that primary care clinicians work with their patients to consider all safe and effective treatment options for pain management. CDC encourages clinicians to continue to use their clinical judgment, base treatment on what they know about their patients, maximize the use of safe and effective non-opioid treatments, and consider the use of opioids only if their benefits are likely to outweigh their risks. CDC is raising awareness about the following issues that could put patients at risk. Misapplication of recommendations to populations outside of the guideline scope. The guideline is intended for primary care clinicians treating chronic pain for patients 18 and older. Examples of misapplication include applying the guideline to patients in active cancer treatment, patients experiencing acute sickle cell crises, or patients experiencing post-surgical pain. Misapplication of the guidelines dosage recommendation that results in hard limits or cutting off opioids. The guideline states, when opioids are started, clinicians should prescribe the lowest effective dosage. Clinicians should avoid increasing dosage to greater than or equal to 90 mme slash day or carefully justify a decision to titrate dosage to greater than or equal to 90 mme slash day. The recommendation statement does not suggest discontinuation of opioids already prescribed at higher dosages. The Mysterious Fat Man Meeting Andrew Kolodny MD, August 31, 2011, meeting New York City as prop, physician for the responsible use of opioid, after being rejected by the FDA they convened a pilot course to undermine sales of Purdue Pharma's OxyContin with the new head of CDC Thomas Friedman. The guideline does not support abrupt tapering or sudden discontinuation of opioids. These practices can result in severe opioid withdrawal symptoms including pain and psychological distress, and some patients might seek other sources of opioids. In addition, policies that mandate hard limits conflict with the guidelines emphasis on individualized assessment of the benefits and risks of opioids given the specific circumstances and unique needs of each patient. Misapplication of the guidelines dosage recommendation to patients receiving or starting medication-assisted treatment for opioid use disorder. The guidelines recommendation about dosage applies to use of opioids in the management of chronic pain, not to the use of medication-assisted treatment for opioid use disorder. The guideline strongly recommends offering medication-assisted treatment for patients with opioid use disorder. Andrew Kolodny, MD, August 31, 2011, meeting New York City as prop, physician for the responsible use of opioid, after being rejected by the FDA they convened a pilot course to undermine sales of Purdue Pharma's OxyContin with the new head of CDC. The American Medical Association The chart below shows as early as 2010 the American Medical Association reported the opioid overdose problem was from heroin and illicit fentanyl however both CDC and DEA DOJ ignore these clear facts and continue pushing MME. Chart published in JAMA 2017. Congress was put on notice early but failed to act. As DEA has lied to Congress on December 18, 2019. The Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, wrote. As a law enforcement agency, DEA is not in a position to authorize or dictate what a doctor prescribes to a patient. DEA cannot grant waivers of any kind when it comes to the practice of medicine because no sick waiver exists. As the United States competent body charges with the management of controlled substances and chemicals for scientific, medical, research, and industrial applications, 
DEA regulates the flow of controlled substances, not the practice of medicine. The changing prescribing practices of practitioners are derived by a shift to prescribe medicine consistent with the guidance issued by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention along with the guidance and recommendations of state boards of medicine. These are exact word-for-word quotes from the DEA to a sitting congresswoman. If the DEA denies they wrote this to a member of Congress they are lying. Helen Borrell writes in American Agony the Opiate War Against Patients in Pain. The overreach of government lawyers, police, and prosecutors into the lives of patients in pain, which has been going on for years and is still happening, has gone from distressing to death-promoting. Too many, almost all, of the autocrats have been blithely abusing their unrestricted powers. Friedrich Gregory Belcher MD, Orthopedic Surgeon California which abusers include many state prosecutors who've gone overboard in their zeal to bring down an entire industry, prescription medicine manufacturing, vital to 21 century health and survival. Which include big pharma corporations that have developed and manufactured opioid medications commonly used for over a century to treat various levels of pain. Page 1. Page 2. Senate Judiciary must investigate DOJ DEA the injustices of Vilasini Ganesh, MD. DOJ DEA had the facts 80% of opioids were from illicit trafficking from drug cartels in the United States. However, from the video below, more than demonstrates document J2426, the Office of National Drug Control Policy which is located in the White House. This office was well aware that nearly all drug abuse was generated from the $100 billion a year illicit drug trade, heroin fentanyl, cocaine, methamphetamine, controlled by Mexican-Colombian-Chinese-American-Canadian illicit drug cartels. National Drug Assessment from DOJ DEA from Day 31 Oklahoma Trial New York State Senate was made well aware doctors and specific pharmacies were being targeted. Office of Special Narcotics Prosecutor for New York City Opioid Gate, exposing the Andrew Kolodny big lie and American greatest medical scandal. Dr. Kolodny knew at all times he and his organization were lying to the public. Further, all parties including Roger Cho M.D had a financial interest in the Suboxone sale and the company Reckitt Benkiser which manufactures Suboxone. Props, big lies resulted in thousands of deaths and destroyed the lives of millions of people suffering chronic intractable pain. The entire Suboxone scam was about sales which grew to $4 billion when OxyContin came under attack. The Mysterious Fat Man Conference August 31, 2011, New York City. The Suboxone Hoax. According to Helen Borrell American Agony The Opiped War Against Patients in Pain, Chapter 21. Suboxone, buprenorphine-slash-naloxone, manufactured by Reckitt Benkiser long promoted as the salubrious, anti-addiction formation for the medication-assisted treatment, MAT, of drug addiction, is only now beginning to be recognized, paradoxically, as an additional threat itself. Free Paul Volkman MD, PhD. Congress must clean up this mess. Free Vilasini Ganesh MD. For now, you are within. You are within the norms.com, Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. The Norms. Reference. Philly Health Commissioner Opioid Guide Reference on Scientific Guidelines Based on Poor Quality Evidence.